It's your boy Tommy V of Raw Sex, and we're going to jump right into it. And um, I don't have his permission, but I'm pretty sure he wouldn't mind. I'm going to piggyback off of the good brother. You know I still don't know his name. Does anybody know his name? The good brother over at me, Mediocre Tutorials and Reviews. I've I've mentioned him before. I've shouted him out before. Um, I've heard him echo. Not saying that he's heard me, but we have a lot of very similar talking points. I've learned some things from him. Some things I disagree with him on. Uh, Not really many things, to be honest with you. Um, You know, um, I watch his channel from time to time. I try not to watch... Anything I do in my, my in my life, I try not to watch other people who do the same thing. Um, and it's not because I'm hating on them at all. Okay? Actually, I feel like what they're doing is great because we don't need just one guy doing this. Or you know what I'm saying? We need as many people so that people can see that oh, this is this is serious. This is a movement. Uh, I but I try not to. And like anybody who knows me knows I rap as well. So like even as, even when I'm really in my real I guess rapper mode, I don't listen to no new music. I know NBA Youngboy's popping right now. I know Moneybag Yo is popping right now. But honestly, I couldn't recite too many lyrics from these guys. I don't listen to. I'm mean, I listen to like old stuff. I mean, if you get in a car with me, you're going to hear Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg and 50 Cent. You're going to think, I swear, you get in my car right now, you're going to think it's 2005 for a second. Or 2008, maybe. That's all I listen to. Um, I don't listen to nothing new. I don't want to be influenced. I want to be able to, even if somebody say, man, you sound like such and such. Right, I could be like, I could genuinely say, well, I, I really don't listen to such and such. Like, honestly, if he says the same thing I'm saying, and you think I sound like him, then maybe you should take heed to both of us and see that clearly two people who don't know who each other exist or don't really listen to each other are saying the same thing. It must mean something, right? Like, I had a homeboy tell me, he's like, man, this, this Charleston White dude, you know, he reminds me a lot of you. And it's like, I've heard enough of Charleston White to see where he got that from. But I refuse to sit there for hours listening to Charleston White, not cause, once again, not because I'm hating, not because I'm jealous, not because I don't like what he's saying. He's saying the same things I would say, shoot. But at the same time, I just don't, I want to be able to genuinely say when somebody says something ignorant like that, hey, I really don't listen to that dude like that, you know? And every time, you know what I do with something, I'll catch myself watching these guys' videos and I'll pause it and I'll, and I'll talk to myself. And then I press play, and then they'll end up saying the same thing I just said. So it's it's just a great minds think alike thing, and it's a it's a beautiful thing. But we're gonna piggyback off of mediocre tutorials and reviews, which I wonder I've always wondered if he ever hears this episode, brother. Reach out to me and explain to me why you picked that name. I always thought that maybe he started off really actually doing tutorials and reviews, and then he just like nah, he he just like me like. He found more passion in these type of subjects because he sees that this is something that's detrimental to our society. I mean, these things that we talk about are going to lead to higher suicide rates than they already do. They lead to the destruction of families. So like me, like I tell you all all the time, originally when I first decided I wanted to do a podcast, I really wanted to talk more about music, like hip hop culture and um, black culture being like pro-black stuff. And I also wanted to talk about like what y'all would call, I guess, conspiracy theories. But I just felt like, man, you know, this is where I'm finding passion. So I want to talk about this this video he has. It was posted 20 hours ago. Today's date is August 22nd. It's a Monday. The video is called Woman Loses Job After Viral TikTok Rant, which I've been trying to stay away from anything a black woman do 
um, on this internet now, but I don't know why. Something in my spirit told me just click this one video. So I did. And I am at this point only two minutes and 15 seconds into it. So whatever we hear after the two minute, 15 second mark, I don't know. Um, so we're going to just go off of that. But I want to play this clip for you that he's playing. And I want you to just really pay attention, man. And this is this is the stuff I'm telling you about. I'm going to give you a little. Matter of fact, let's play it. Let's just play it. Let's just play it. Okay, since some of y'all need the confirmation from mental health professionals, if you want to be a be a hoe, if you want to be a slut, be a slut. If you want to go thought it out in the streets, bye, bitch. Be in the streets. A couple days ago, Psychology Today released this article about the rise of lonely single men. Which Please, with all your spirit, gusto, go click back on that video. I have been telling y'all motherfuckers are going to be single for the rest of your life if you do not increase your emotional communication skills emotional intelligence or any of these things the psychology today article that my good sis is referencing is nothing but proof that these podcasts alpha male bullshit father issue having ass motherfuckers is forcing y'all to a lifetime of singleness right, let's, now, pause right love- let's pause it right there before he even speak right now i want you guys to understand something this woman that is speaking is a psychologist. This is a alleged licensed psychologist. Okay. She is someone that people would turn to for therapy. Did you hear even just the language that she uses? Right. And I read a comment in the comment section. Mind you, once again, this video altogether is 16 minutes long. I've only watched two minutes of it before I decided, you know what? Let me, let me, let me say something. Right. You know, y'all know me. I got to say something. Right. I can't help but say something. And it is imperative for you to pay attention to what I'm about to say. I need everybody to go ahead and just, you know, even if you've heard me say what I'm about to say before, we have to fear somewhat of the future when it comes to our sisters, mainly our sisters, because this is someone's therapist, bro. And I read a comment that echoed something I was kind of thinking in my head, but I didn't know how to formulate it in words. And someone said, let me read the comment. Let me just read the part of the comment that I uh, I read. Uh, uh, dang, where the guy, I, I just seen the comment and it's like the whole comment section just changed now. It was like the third comment on here. Um. Mm, wow I see a quote I don't know if somebody's quoting it from this show that we're about to watch or what he said well I'll just read what this guy said I think this is the comment I was looking for but he said never in my life have I seen a therapist who needed therapy like she does like this is this is what I'm saying you know, and we can go into affirmative action or whatever, or this whole, the black woman is the most educated. It's like, yo, um, it's, it's just proof. A degree does not necessarily mean that you should be doing what you say you're supposed to be doing, right? Like, this is a therapist, my brothers. This is a therapist who can't even speak without using profanity. Like, I, need, I see another comment. Someone said, imagine signing up for therapy and the same type of woman that caused you to be in therapy is your therapist. Like, I need you to, let's, 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 let's just examine that one comment right there, right? This is what I'm saying. In the future, we have so many black women now who want to be therapists and they want to be all these things. They want to be everything, right? And, and, and the more power to them. But 
We have to be careful the same way we tell the world to be careful about what white man we allow to be a policeman and what white woman we allow to be a teacher or to be a judge or a district attorney. We have to also watch these black women as well, because when you take some of them who have such deep issues that they never were held accountable for, they never. And we see accountability. People fail to realize, people fail to realize when we talk about black women and the lack of accountability, right? Which has been a big conversation now for about 10 years, that black women lack accountability. People fail to realize that that should show you how immature the process stage is when it comes to this whole thing, right? The evolution is still a baby. Accountability is just the first step, right? When it when you when you're a drug addict and they say you're supposed to get help, right? What is the first thing they tell you to do? To admit that you even have a problem. In the Bible, it says to confess your sins. A confess is another word for agree. To agree that you have an issue, that you've done something wrong. That doesn't mean that it changes. The first step is to, if you want to lose weight, the first thing you have to say is, well, I need to lose some weight, right? That doesn't mean that the pounds just drop off your body when you say it. It just means that you now recognize that there's a problem. Now you have to go to the next part. Which is finding a solution. So you say, okay, I need to lose weight. I need to go to the gym. I need to change my diet, right? That still doesn't <laughs> make the pounds fall off your stomach, right? Now you have to implement said plan, right or wrong. So we haven't even got there yet. And we want to give these women places of power. We want to give these women the right to our life. So I'm supposed to, you know, I, I've thought about this before. I've thought to myself actually about this recently. I said, you know, I'm doing really good in life. Right. I'm involved with the church now. Like even, you know, for anybody who didn't listen to my last episode, I got baptized this Sunday. My dad was there. Me and my dad are back. Great. You know, I just saw my little brother for the first time in years. Like things are going pretty smooth. I have other things that are going good that I want to speak on. But there, things are going pretty cool. Like, you know, there's definitely still issues, but there's things that are going pretty cool. Things are starting to look like things I've never even honestly seen before. Right. I'm dealing with people I've never thought I would deal with. Um but the thing about it is this. I said, you know, I feel like I still need therapy. Um, I just got into it with a black woman at Wendy's the other day. You know, she was being very rude of me, rude of me. And we got into it. Uh, not a fist fight or anything like that, but we got into a dispute. You know what I mean? And I, when I drove away, I realized I was like, man, I think I'm going to need therapy. Then I started thinking, like, who am I going to go talk to? Because ideally, like, I don't think a white person would really, could really, really get into understanding where I'm coming from in this situation, right? I don't think a Spanish person would necessarily, and then people who aren't black, first of all, they're not going to feel comfortable telling me the truth because they're not going to feel comfortable speaking on black women, right? Because they, 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 don't, they don't want me to even flip it on them. Like, oh, you're being racist? Like, it's just a very, very, I mean, you better off talking about getting molested before you start talking about a whole group of people like, man, look, I got a beef with this group of people, right? I need to get over this beef with them. I need to either get away from them or just not talk to them or whatever. But I have a clear cut animosity with these people that it triggers different outcomes where I don't feel like I would have gotten to it with a white girl like that, even if she would have been talking to me the way that this black girl was talking to me, because there's not tension and animosity there, you know, and there's also a certain level of respect, um, whether I want to admit that or not, there is. On both ends, where we both know not to really push each other to these limits where black women don't, they don't give a damn, right? So, um, which she didn't, you know, and she's the one that really started this conversation. I, at this point in my life, should be wise enough to have walked away. And at some, at one point I did, but not before sinning. 
and losing myself and also risking my own, really, when I think about it, my own freedom, right? So basically, uh, and y'all know this raw sex. I'm not scared to tell y'all what's going on. So basically, you know, when you think about it, it's like, who would be best, right? So some people would say a black man, but I, I don't know. I don't want a black man's bias either. I don't, you know what I'm saying? So then who, I, I can't turn to the black woman. And the main reason I can't turn to the black woman is not because, oh, I'm clearly I'm going to sit up here and talk about her or her people, but because they just as screwed up in the head as anybody else. Like, and they just, these people are the only people that don't have to go through anything to get something. Like, they don't have to show in themselves to be worthy of a certain position and title. It, people are scared to reject black women because they're going to be running around telling everybody this person's racist and the third. So now we have these women who are not healed. They need therapy and they're supposed to be the therapist for our community. This is who I'm supposed to turn to. You know what I'm saying? They love to ask us questions. Like I remember uh, Tachina Ardle asked a question on Twitter. What can black women do to stop the further emasculation of black men? And it was kind of like, thanks for asking. You know, I'm glad that you care. But uh, are you sure you want us to answer that? How can we answer that without offending you? You've shown us, not you specifically, Tina, Tina Arnold, but your women, your sisters have shown us what you do when you don't like what things that people say about you. I mean, are you sure you guys want to have this conversation? I'm not ready to have this conversation with you until you can at least be accountable for yourself. The The fact that you ask that question shows me you don't have accountability because you don't have to ask me that. You need to look around. It won't take you long if you can take your... You know, your your filter off your eyes, your black women are perfect filter to see what y'all do. The real the real conversation should be how do we apologize and fix it? Not what what have we you you look around. What do you mean? You know, I, I, had, I had a conversation with a black woman about this not too long ago where she was sitting there talking about emasculation. And as she was doing it, she was literally emasculating or attempting to emasculate me and other black men. And I said, this is exactly what we were just talking about. And she, she couldn't say anything back. I'm like, look at you. I said, look, look how you just spoke about it. Look at the terms you just, look at the insults you just threw at me and the other brother in this thread. And you're sitting there talking about a mask. <laughs> we don't have anybody talk to us like this, ma'am. You can say whatever you want to say. Call us conquered by the white man all you want. I've never had a white man talk to me like that. Not a cop, not a judge. Not a probation officer, not a boss. I've never had a white man talk to me like that. Ma'am, I've played around in these streets for over 10 years. I've never had a black man talk to me like that. And I ain't even no intimidating dude. I'd have been locked up around people facing life, people who are doing life for murder. Okay? And they didn't talk to me like that when we got into little confrontations or whatever the case. I'd have been around other... Nobody talks to us the way black women talk to us. You know? And... When you look at the lack of professionalism in it, this is these so-called the educated ones are the biggest threat, not only to us, but to society as a whole. This is who y'all are putting in charge of things. This is who you're hiring because you're too scared to tell them we're good. This is this is them. Does this sound like a therapist? Let me let me rewind it to you. Does this sound like a therapist to you? Does this sound like somebody you want to get therapy from? Could you imagine going to get therapy for someone like that? Could you imagine like the results of what they're telling you to go do? 
Should you have, should you give anyone like this credibility? And, you know, shout out to the black women out there who are like, hey, man, I'm a therapist or I'm this and I don't do that type of stuff. Cool. But it's Russian roulette. I don't know which one of y'all I'm going to get this side from. It's a Russian roulette thing. Now, let's, let's, let's back this up and play it again. And this time we're going to listen to what the brother has to say afterwards. Okay, since some of y'all need the confirmation from mental health professionals, if you want to be a be a hoe, if you want to be a slut, be a slut. If you want to go thought it out in the streets, bye, bitch, be in the streets. A couple days. See, here's the thing. They can't wait to get out there and act like they're the guru or something. So it's like, I bet money, she probably been, she looks young. She's probably been a therapist now for what, two, three years? And here you are on the internet, literally. You know what she should have did? She should have just came out like, here's who I am. And But when you keep throwing out this whole site and see this educated, this being proud, they want credit thing. I've talked to you about it in my last episode. Now you've now put the profession in it. And this is proof that black women will listen to anybody who says what they want to hear. The fact that she could even go viral to lose her job. I mean, somebody was sharing it, right? Like, when Kevin Samuels was speaking, he never claimed to be a therapist. He never put too much more. The only time he put his, his actual title into what he was talking about was when he talked about being an image consultant. And he was telling people about their dress size or when he was telling men what kind of cologne they should wear. He never claimed to be a therapist, though. And you guys tried to discredit him because of different things of education, whatever like that. But lately, I've been seeing black women listen to Brittany Renner, Lori Harvey, Jada Pinkett Smith, and women like this one right here. And it's like, why would you listen to them? But you wouldn't listen. Oh, I get it. Because they're saying the things that allow you to keep living a life that you never have to cross that first frontier, which is accountability. Right. You get to then justify everything you do and make excuses for everything you don't have and you haven't accomplished in life. And you get to blame everyone else for why you don't have these things and why you can't get these things or you can get them, but you can't maintain them. That's why they'll listen to a Brittany Renner. What what credibility does Brittany Renner have to teach a woman or anybody anything over Kevin Samuels? They say, oh, he was married twice. She's never been married once. I'd rather listen to somebody who did something fully, failed at it, than somebody who never even did it. Right. So what what like what what are you saying? See, I don't I don't get on here and claim to know everything. I'll tell you. I just look, I just made a mistake the other day. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I you know, I just speak. And that's what it is. If you decide you're going to listen to it, you're not. I don't need the credibility that a degree would give me because I'm not a licensed professional. And I would recommend you to also seek other people to if you're trying to learn something, you shouldn't only sit here on raw sex. This is a good place to bounce ideas off and say, you know, I never thought about that before. But if you're letting my show be your therapist or something like that, I am going to tell you not to do that. I need therapy. But see, the only group of people I see in the world that's never, it seems like they're too big to ever say, hey, guys, I ain't the one to listen to is the black woman. Psychology Today released this article about the rise of lonely single men. Please, with all your spirit, gusto, go click back on that video. I've been telling y'all mother are going to be single for the rest of your life if you do not increase your emotions. And before I even go any further, the irony of a black woman telling a group of people that they're going to be single for the rest of their life if they don't change certain things. I mean, 
the it's like the arrogance hypocrisy uh of this group of people is is the delusion is it's to the point of no return y'all you do realize that if you're still having hope for our sisters you're wasting your time it's going to take generations to get them even back to where they at least somewhat used to be, which still wasn't even right, but it was better than this. Okay? And if for those who don't get it, I've explained to you before, right? And I'll give you a quick example. What color is the sky? Answer it right now in your head. What color is the sky? Blue, right? What color is grass? Green, right? Why? So if I came to you right now and told you that grass was purple... There's nothing in this world that I could do to convince you that grass is purple. Why is that? Some of y'all can say, because clearly I can look at it and see grass is green. No, no, that's not why I couldn't convince you. The real reason why I couldn't convince you that grass is purple, no matter what I say, no matter how many times I say it, right, is because your whole life you've been told that grass is green. And that that color, when you see that color anywhere, not just on grass, but on a t-shirt, Right. When you drive down the street, they have a what? A red light, a yellow light and a what? A green light. We've been taught since the time we were young that when we see that color, it's green. And then when we see the color of the sky, anywhere we see that color, that's what we call blue. So no one can come and tell me that the sky is actually red and grass is actually purple. Right or wrong. And, it, and you, like, once again, it's not just because when you look out there and see that, you have to think deeper than that. You think, what's, what's the roots as to why when you look at the grass, as this man is standing in front of you telling you it's purple, you see green. It's because, not because the grass is necessarily green, but that's because that's what we were taught. Right? Well, that's black women in a nutshell for you. Really, that's the modern woman in a nutshell, but that's black women in a nutshell. That, that's the modern, westernized black woman, shall I get more specific, in a nutshell for you. Okay, they really believe that grass is purple because someone told them at such a young age that that color is called purple. All right. You see what I'm saying? So and it doesn't have to go into young age. You know, it goes into whenever they decided that they wanted to believe delusion and the delusion could cope. They could cope with that better than the truth. All right. It's a coping mechanism. Now, let's keep listening. Intelligence or any of these things. The Psychology Today article that my good sis is referencing is nothing but proof that these podcast alpha male bullshit father issue heaven ass motherfuckers is forcing y'all to a lifetime of singleness. Now, this lovely young lady was recently fired from her position as a therapist for this viral rant. And we're going to get into this and exactly why that she was fired from her position. But let's just keep on listening to her thoughts. I keep seeing on this bullshit ass app that women have these poor attitudes and all this other bullshit. Men truly. She keeps seeing on this app. This is a psychologist that keeps seeing on an app that women have bad attitudes. Fellas and ladies of the cloth. Um. Do you feel like she has a good attitude or? Okay, all right, let's do it this way. Ladies, you can't see this woman, but I'll tell you, she's not ugly, right? And I don't like to push any type of homosexuality onto anybody. However, just just for a second, just think like you're a man. Would you want to, is that somebody you'd be interested in dating that speaks like that? Just, just, just 
I mean, so my whole thing is this. See, I'm the type of person where I like to look at life like do what you want to do at the end of the day, but just always understand what comes with everything. I do that with myself. I say, hey, if I want to dress this way, I can't be mad if somebody treats me this way. If I'm going to talk like this, I can't be mad. That's why I've tried to curve my profanity usage. I say, you know, I can't expect people to really take me serious if every other word is F and this and F and that. Right. So, see, the difference is not see the difference between everybody. It seems like everybody else in the world and the modern westernized um, self-righteous black woman is that we all seem to get that basic concept. They don't. They don't. Okay. Um, you know, let me let's just let's just let's just listen. Just need to extend their emotional vocabulary so they can flourish and have meaningful, healthy relationships. They need to expand their emotional vocabulary. The girl who said the F word at least 15 times. I'm just saying, I don't know. But, you know, uh, their emotional vocabulary, right? Yeah, I don't know what, what she means by that. I'm, I guess I'm not a licensed psychologist and I'm uneducated, so I don't know nothing with my stupid black self. You black man is conquered, y'all. You know, I, I don't know. Like, but I'm going to just guess. She basically saying we don't know how to talk to women or we don't know how to express ourselves. Things like that, right? Would you feel comfortable expressing yourself to a woman like that? Okay, because she's listening to every alpha male podcast in the world, right? I mean, like, bro, like, get out of here. But instead, y'all live listening to these can you Kevin Samuel ass motherfuckers, and it's leaving you fifty and alone. Fix it. It's leaving us fifty and alone. Kevin Sam, let's let's. I mean, let's really look at it. So Kevin Samuel started popping around like what two thousand twenty one. That's when I first heard him. Uh, so he's been out really. He passed away. Got. Uh, God bless his soul. He passed away earlier this year. And yeah, none of us are 50 yet, man. I'm I'm just uh, saying we have more proof of 50 year old and alone women who've been listening to feminism ideology for about 30, 40 years now than we do 50 year old men that are lonely. I'm I'm just saying, like, I mean, you think you know something, but I'm just saying we're going to get technical. I'm just saying. So I initially want to show this video first in order to demonstrate her rabid feminist ideologies. But let's get into that Psychology Today article real quickly. Now, this is the particular article that she's referencing from Psychology Today. And for those that are unaware or uninitiated, Psychology Today is a feminist propaganda machine masquerading as a place for objective opinion and psychological thought. Now, first off, look at the title of this article right here, The Rise of Lonely Single Men. Now, if you go down and read the article, it talks about why men are becoming more single today through reasons that I actually agree with. Contributing factors include the rise of dating apps, growing competition with other men through social media, and what they refer to as a relationship skills deficit. And what's interesting is that I think a lot of those relationship skills deficit is the reason why they watch videos like mine or a Kevin Samuels. But no, exactly. So, um, I, me personally, I, I try to limit my alpha male red pill content uh, viewing, even though some people consider that that's kind of what my content is as well. But I can't say that I've genuinely watched these guys, some of these guys' content, and felt like they were teaching me something that was wrong. Um, a lot of the main core things that they teach is to, for one, take your body more seriously, right? Get in shape, learn self-defense. They teach us to 
of stop jacking off and watching porn, you know, living in fantasy world and go out and experience real life, which will help you have more social skills, maybe expanding your emotional vocabulary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Delusion, delusion. Um, you know, um, getting a passport so you could actually travel the world and go see other things, which they don't want us to do because they'll re- then we'll realize these women are the scam and the real the real McCoy is, is over there in Thailand and, and the Philippines and stuff like that, which my uncle told me, you have to go. Um, like, um, let me think. What else did they talk about? Like cologne? I mean, th- these are things that if you were to actually put them to use as a man, you're going to attract higher quality women. And maybe that's what these low frequency women who complain so much about it are afraid of. Actually, a lot of more higher frequency women that I follow on Instagram, they literally tell men, hey, go follow this guy, go follow that guy. He's going to teach you how to do this, he's going to teach you how to Because they want to see a world with more men who wear better cologne, who have better bodies, who have more self-esteem, who don't jack off all day so you have erectile dysfunction by the time you're 25 years old. Guys who, and you're not always trying to cheat on a woman because you sexually are just so sexually, you know, what they call it, objectifying them because you always watch porn all the time. And and guys who have culture because they've traveled the world. That's what these guys are teaching. But you know, a woman like you standing up against a man like that, the product of these said channels, you you don't stand a chance. You already don't. They're already looking down on you because, well, I hate to say it, but because you're black. Now they already, now they, now they, they don't, nah, you got long braids, you cuss every other sentence, man, you, you, you keep telling the whole world, you're a psychologist, you just got fired, oh, no, it's just, uh-uh. But that's what Kevin Samuels would teach us to stay away from, and that's what she don't like, for real, for real. Where in this article does it talk about the impact or the effects of loneliness as what the title references? And in fact, the new title of this article should be The Rise of of single men. But meanwhile, the same publication of Psychology Today posted this article back in January of 2022 titled The Strategic Singlehood of Black Women. Strategic? Really? So when black women are single, it's strategy or strategic but when black men are single it's referenced as being lonely this disingenuous type of reporting is absolutely mind-boggling and it continues to feed the dirty the seedy feminist industrial complex that subtly interjects the jedi mind tricks that women choose to be single while men de facto because of their issues are lonely in their singleness thus that women are superior while men are inferior when in reality as this forbes article points out that both genders are experiencing diminished or low quality relationships and bonds due to the proliferation. i mean at the end of the day not to cut him off or anything but <laughs> i i don't know maybe i'm just not the most smartest guy in the world so somebody correct me if i'm wrong but if there's a huge rate of men that are single and lonely, wouldn't that mean that the women are single? I mean, who are they dating? Uh, lions and jaguars? I mean, if, I'm just saying, like, yeah, that's bad. If it's, if it's two million people in the world, which we know there's more. I'm just trying to use a low number here. <laughs> if there's two million people in the world, right, and, like, let's just say there's one million men and one million women, and, I don't know, let's just say uh, 500,000 of the men are single and lonely, 
then wouldn't that mean that there's 500,000 single lonely women as well? Oh, I'm, I, I mean, what? I, I know Polly's coming back in style. I mean, what, are y'all like four girls to a man or something? Because if it's a bunch of us, then it's probably also a bunch of you. That's kind of how it works. Unless y'all like, I mean, if you're into that kind of thing, you know, the, you know, the thespians, lesbians, the left thespians, actresses. We're gay, but we use dildos and sh- penis-shaped objects. Of social media applications which have diminished face-to-face contact, but saying that both generations are impacted due to the influx of technological improvements that we simply just can't keep up with is just way too logical of a conclusion to come to. So let's just carry on. Today you need to expand your emotional vocabulary. It's so your life can be easier. Don't you want to be able to? You know what I've noticed too? Not just with black women. I ain't even gonna come at black women, but black women do do this. But with women in general these days, y'all, they will learn a word and drag it. Am I lying? Am I lying? There's somebody laughing right now because they know it's true. Am I lying? They will learn a word and drag it. Okay? They learn toxic and they ain't put it down since. They go bag they'll go buy a bag of Cheetos. It'd be mostly air. And be like, Cheetos are so toxic. Like, Nick. And you know what? They don't realize this. It's like when you overuse words like toxic, abusive, narcissistic, uh, stalker. And I was actually just telling a, a very lovely woman this yesterday. Uh, and you, you overuse these words. What ends up happening is it eventually comes to a point where it's kind of like the boy who cries wolf. And the words lose value. It's like the word beautiful. In the 60s, telling a woman she was beautiful, even if you were just a guy she didn't find attractive, it would make her feel really good. Nowadays, what, what have you tell a girl she's beautiful? Thanks. Right? Why? Because we use that word every time we see every girl. And then here's the thing about it. It's not just about how often we use the word, right? People aren't stupid. So the world has watched men walk up to some of the fattest, most, you know, um, I don't like to use the word ugly. We'll just say challenged looking women and call them beautiful, and then turn around and go over here to the supermodel, call her beautiful, then turn around and go over here to the to the girl who just got an ass and some titties, but she ain't really that pretty, and call her beautiful, and then go over here and talk to this one over here, and call her beautiful, and they're like, yeah, how could the word have any value when you call everybody the same thing? And this is what I used to teach early, early on in my teachings before I even had a podcast, was we have to stop calling all black women queens, right? Because when you call the girl who's pushing a stroller down the street in the middle of the day, you know what I mean? Not doing nothing, smoking a Newport, you know, cussing every dude out that she see, cussing every girl out that she see. We call her a queen. And then we turn around and we call the one who just left college and still a virgin and doing her thing a queen. And then we turn around and call this prostitute stripper reality show girl who leaves her kids behind to go fight on TV. We call her a queen. Like, what does that tell the young girl that's that's supposed to be our future, Right. Who's going to one day be our sons? Because that's the problem with our generation. We don't look out for the future no more. They, they used to look out for us back in the day. Like That's how the world used to work. They used to look out for generations that they wouldn't even be allowed to see. We don't even look out for the kids that are in our face no more, right? Um, so what happens to that little girl? She says, well, I'm going to try in life, right? I mean, she does. She says, I'm going to try. But if I'm not going to really put my best effort forward. Right. And if I fail, oh, well, because either way it goes, I am a queen. I'm a queen regardless just because I'm black. 
then, you know, it makes other little girls that aren't black feel like, well, dang, how come I can't be a queen too? So like, cause they, then they start feeling entitled to the word queen. Like they own it. Nowadays, black women really feel like they own the word queen. Like when they see a white girl say, I'm a queen, they really, some of them really get offended, bro. I've seen it happen. I've seen a white girl call herself queen and black girls were attacking her because she called herself a queen. And it's like, I, I didn't understand at first. And I thought, oh yeah, they get called queen all the time now. So, you know, it's, 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 they overuse these words so much. And, you know, it's like, you can almost tell when somebody male or female just learned the word because they just keep using it, bro. Like how many times have we, bro, this video, I mean, I know we 36 minutes in over here. But on YouTube, on uh, the Good Brother, I don't know. I, I wish I knew his name. Mediocre Tutorials and Reviews uh, page. We only four minutes in. How many times has she said the word emotional vocabulary? Has she ever explained what this means? I, I don't know what it means. I have a guess. But me personally, I don't know. I'm not as educated as her, I guess. I've never heard that word anywhere else. I don't know. But let's listen to her emotional vocabulary. Communicate with your bitch? Think, I think yes, right? Wait a minute, wait a minute, hold on. Did she just say to communicate with your bitch? I don't like to use that word anymore, but that, we're just quoting her. And this is like, this is this is a professional? You see what I'm saying when I said to you guys a long time ago, I said black women are starting to become liabilities to the places and businesses they work for? I, I, I couldn't imagine. I could not imagine. I own a, I own some type of counseling business or whatever and somebody come to me and says um you know Sharonda yeah yeah she's one of our top counselors right now yes yes this is her talking on the internet and this is what I hear her say like you know what I'm saying Yo, she talks so much about Kevin Samuels but imagine if KS got on his platform on a nightly basis and said don't you want to be able to communicate with your bitch <laughs> like, right? How is she telling black men to be emotionally competent enough to communicate? But this is how that she communicates to us. Exactly. You imagine signing up for therapy, and your therapist is the same type of woman that caused you to be in therapy. <laughs> that's, Yo, that's, that's that quote. Okay, so he said it. Okay. Long gone are the days where you can just shut down, tolerating that. Like. It used to be where men provided financially or with Schmidt and can make their own self come and we can pay for our own shit. So I'm going to need y'all to catch up on the emotional part. If a bitch you, I need you to communicate more. Open your mouth. But you Okay. Now, women, you guys should understand what I'm about to say even more than the men. And I've, I've had a woman tell me this before and I had to check myself. You think somebody wants to talk to you when that's how you talk to them? Like, you think that I should feel comfortable opening up to you and that's how you tell me to open up? Let, let, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, let's go back over here. Come on, let's, let's rewind. Does this sound like this would make you feel comfortable to talk to somebody? Woman, that caused you to be in therapy. <laughs> let's let's see how she tells us to talk. Long gone are the days where you can just shut down tolerating that. Like... It used to be where men provided financially or with Schmidt and can make their own self come and we can pay for our own. No, here's what's funny, right? She don't she don't want to say the word dick or penis. She said Schmidt, but she could say every other word. I'm just, I'm just saying her emotional vocabulary must be very limited. Oh, shit. So I'm going to need y'all to catch up on the emotional part. So let's just address what she's saying, right? She's basically saying that 
back in the days, men didn't have to be emotional because we made up for it by providing money and making the woman come. But nowadays, the women can make them own selves come and they also provide their own money. Okay, cool. So let's look at the book. You know, I got to bring God into this. Isaiah chapter four, verse one. Right. You guys ready? Let me pull it up. This is hilarious to me. Okay. Hold on. I hate when this phone does this. All right. You know, because she because basically she's saying ultimately they don't need us for anything but emotions. Right. They want so they don't need they don't need our money. They don't need our dick anymore, apparently, you know, um, which if that was the case, then why is dick size still coming out of black women's mouth all the time? Y'all need some dick. Stop acting like you don't need no dick, girl. Stop. Stop capping. Because as soon as they go get with a girl, what the first thing they tell the girl? What, what the first thing they tell the girl? Where the strap on at? Where the dildo? Lesbians, the lesbians don't even want to have sex without a penis involved. All right. So Isaiah chapter four, verse one says, at that time. Seven women will grab hold of how many men? One, not two, not three, one man. They'll say to him, we will eat our own food. We'll provide our own clothes. Just let us become your wives and take away our shame. That's in the, uh, that is me reading out of the new international readers version. Let's go to the, the let's go to new King James right quick. That's what y'all like, right? And in that day, seven women shall take hold of one man saying, we will eat our own food and wear our own apparel. Only let us be called by your name to take away our reproach. That's a word you hear on this channel a lot. You've probably heard it on other places as well. Okay. To take away our reproach. So y'all, I'm not even going to go into that. Just keep that in your mind. Whenever you hear women speak the way she speaks about, they don't need us no more and things like that. There's always going to be this one thing that they do need. See, what they don't realize is this. And I talk about it all the time, especially in my real life. I need to start talking about it more in here. The sacred woman and the things that make a woman a woman are not your clothes. It's not how many businesses you have. It's not how many degrees you have. Because these are things that anyone can obtain. It is the things that not even no, no matter how rich and powerful a man is, no matter how alpha he is or godly he is, he can never do or have these things. Okay, trust me, you have always, whether you realize it or not, been able to provide yourself with your own clothes or shall I say your own money, right? Because that's, that's the general of it, right? That's how you get the clothes, right? You've always been able to provide yourself with your own everything. But there is something that there is one, two, two, like a lot of things that are very deep too, that literally make you live in your divine design. Okay. Your, the presence of your purpose. When I say presence, I mean that in both ways, the present as in a gift and the present as in right now, what matters right now. And these things are things that you will have to come to a man for. If not today or tomorrow, that's why you're on here even complaining anyway. Because if you really didn't need nothing, you didn't want nothing, I mean, like, you, well, look, you're a psychologist, so you could have said, hey, we got our own money, we can make ourselves come, and hey, if we need to be emotional, we go to psychologists. But clearly there's something that you can't get from a no job, no amount of money, and if black women were so happy with this money and these jobs, and they can make themselves come, 
Now, why are black women some of the most angry women you see on a day-to-day basis? The most educated group has also now been listed as the biggest entrepreneurs who have even went out and said, and I can show you this myself. I can literally show you where they literally, black women said it, a black woman said it, and millions of black women agreed with her in the comments and in the likes, right? That they are the new rich niggas. They are the niggas that they, their moms wished that they had. That's, that's what she said in the comments. I got it screenshotted, right? They feel these ways, but yet when you look at black women, no matter how rich or poor they are, all you see is disdain, dysfunction, dishonor, depression is the word I really wanted to get to. You see anger, you see frustration. So you, you, you guys, and you see this in ways that you just don't see it in other races of women. And you know how I know it's not about broke or rich or poor. Where I live is a, is a large Mexican population, right? And I admire Mexican people for this in particular, Mexican specifically. And I didn't say Spanish for a reason. I didn't say Latino for a reason. I said Mexican specifically. I've seen Mexican women walking in the rain, right? I had a Mexican woman. I used to be a manager at a restaurant and I'd be at the restaurant sometimes by myself. Um, It was owned by a black woman, but she taught me how to run the restaurant by myself, essentially, because we didn't have anybody that wanted to work half the time because, you know, these, these, I don't know what's going on in the world. Honestly, I still can't figure out why nobody wants to work anymore. I don't know what they're doing. They need to show me (laughs) where they're all going. I don't know. (laughs) Like, where are you fools going? Like, you know what I'm saying? But anyways, and a Mexican woman walked into our business. This Mexican woman told me that she was, I think, 40-something, 50-something years old. She was beautiful, too, for her age. Fine as hell. I ain't going to lie to you, right? Fine, older Mexican woman in the rain. She's walking. She comes in there. She can barely speak English. She's looking for a job. She tells me she'll do anything. I started getting horny. At the time, I was still living in my sin and in my flesh. I wasn't who I am now. So I started thinking like, oh, really? Right? She, she comes in there and she's just like looking for a job. She's literally writing on a paper. She's like, I'll take the trash. I'll do dishes. I said, dang, this lady really wants I said, you know, just give me your number and stuff like that. And I pass it on to the owner of this business. I can't hire you. Right? I can only recommend you. That's it. And I will recommend you. And honestly, I, she would have got the job because we really needed somebody. Right? So, like, and I told you guys I got horny, not to brag about it or anything, but to go into this next part as to why I did what I did next. So I, I, I got her information. She walked out. She went down the the plaza that I, I worked at at the time to go inquire about other positions at other places. So I, I look out the window. I open the door and I see her. I'm like, dang, she ain't got no car. So she's walking around in this rain, like trying to get a job. So I, I, I started, you know, like at the time, like I said, I was living more secularly. I was still in my flesh, right? So I started getting kind of horny. I'm like, this is, this is a good, this is a, this, this, this could be some easy pussy for me. I had a lot of money, you know, and I'm like, I could easily spare a little $40, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's going to be some easy, easy cake for me, right? You know, men are always looking for easy feet. I ain't going to lie to you. I'm just keep, it's raw sex. I keep it real, right? So I, I say, hey, come here for a second. She come over there. I said, so I was just like, because I don't like to mess with married women. So I'm like, uh, you married? You Are you married? She didn't understand. So I wrote it down. She could read English. So she was like, see, see. So I said, your husband, he don't want to work? Because now, at this point, I'm like, okay, I can't do anything with her. So let me, let me now I'm back curious again. What What's your story that you're so desperate for a job that you're walking in the rain in the middle of the day? You know what I'm saying? Like, with no umbrella, like, she's literally walking in the rain, right? And I know she can't live anywhere close by because... There was nowhere for her to really live. So 
She tells me, oh, her husband is at work right now. I said, you know, I have no, no car, no car. She tells me uh, he has the car. So I'm like, dang. I'm thinking to myself, I said, yo, even the lowest form of black woman ain't finna be with no dude who got her around here walking around in the rain so desperate for a job that she would would, would work, um, what do you call it, doing dishes or something like that, right? I had a, at the time in my life when I worked there, I also worked for someone else, right? Now I worked at another place. There was Mexicans who worked there and they worked in the kitchen. The Mexican, some of them, they wife worked in the place with them. And I'm just thinking like, bro, have you ever seen a black woman in her 30s doing dishes at a restaurant with her husband? You won't ever see it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you won't, she'll leave your pathetic self. That's what they would look at it, right? So I just found it to be very, it's crazy that they are perfectly fine just to have a man, just to be a wife. If they get a good, a good rich one, cool. But if they don't, they don't care. And you see this in a lot of Spanish cultures. They just want to be a wife. Everything else comes after. Being beautiful is the most important thing for them because that's how they keep their man, right? Uh, being these things, uh, being a wife. They work, I've seen Mexican women work 15-hour shifts a day. You don't see black or white or Asian women that are down to do that, not for, nah. uh the way they look at it, if I have to do that, I could do it by myself, right? But they have other goals in mind as well. You got to understand, I mean, for them, where they come from, working in a restaurant in the back, never getting a promotion because they can't barely speak English, always going to be entry level, never going to get manager, assistant manager, nothing. Where they come from, they're rich. They help their family. They build up legacies back. They, and when they eventually decide to, they go back to where they come from. That's what this one dude told me he was doing. He's like, yeah, in 20 years, I go home. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, I come here, I work, I call you, I go home. I'm like, damn, that's that's dedication that I can't think about, right? I couldn't even imagine me telling myself, I'm going to move to Africa for 20 years because they got more money over there or something. And I'm going to send all the money back home to America, build up something in America. And then, when, and then when I'm 50 years old, I come back. You feel me? Like, I come back like, yeah, I'm here. Where my mansion at? Like, no, nah, hell no. I'd rather be broke over here in a minute. <laughs> Figure it out. <laughs> right? So, like, when I when I look at it and and whatever like that, I, I bring all of that to you to say, if it's it's not about that, right? If other women can do it, they could do it too. These women have everything. They've given up everything. They have chose to be single. A lot of them have chose to be single. I mean, they're turning down dudes left and right. They're just stupid with it, but... They chose to be single. And you're, so you have the life that you wanted. You wanted to be single, clearly. Because you don't do anything to try to get and maintain a good man, right? So you want to be single. You have the education. You have everything. And you're still walking around upset. You're still frustrated. You still are so angry. You still, I mean, somebody says something you don't like and you're ready to fight them and ruin their life and get their business took down and spread rumors and lies about them. So clearly none of these things can make you happy. And the Mexican woman is the proof that ultimately none of you women will be happy until you submit to who you are. I noticed, I didn't say submit to a man. Some of y'all don't realize that submitting to a man is ultimately submitting to yourself because that's what you really low key want to do. You have told yourself, I'm going to go out here and overcompensate this huge void in my life. 
I was watching a show called Indian Matchmaker, and the girl, she has everything. She's beautiful, she's long hair, she has this business, that business, she can dance, she does all these things. And she sat there and she cried. She said, I, I, I can't believe I, I'm 30 something years old and I don't have a husband. See, black women don't want to show you those tears, but trust me, they're there. And if you pay attention, they actually show us every day with videos like this one. Those are tears. She has everything and she's, she's, she, she feels the need to say all this. Some people are saying right now, well, Tommy, you, you sound frustrated too. Yeah, but I don't claim to have everything though. <laughs> you see? If a bitch you, I need you to communicate more. Open your mouth. But you know what I realized? And let me, let me back up, let me back up. A common misconception about me as a clinician is that 90% of my clientele have been men. Black men specifically. Okay, and so what we specifically that. work on is expanding their emotional vocabulary because a lot of y'all don't even have the words to express how you're feeling. So when you expand your vocabulary and knowledge of what you are experiencing because y'all are human beings who experience feelings and emotions and don't have to choke that down no more. Y'all ain't had to choke that down since 2016. Anyway, huh? if y'all are not mm -hmm. in therapy, expanding your emotional vocabulary, you're nothing, man. They, they'll be saying something and you'll be rocking with it for a second and they'll just say something. You're like, wait, what? Since we haven't had to choke a nigga out since 2016, what are you, what are you talking about? Like, she, I ain't gonna rock with. I'm like, she's right. We as black men don't know how to express ourselves emotionally. Now, okay, so now we know now what this emotional vocabulary means. Okay, cool. I can dig that. I can respect that. Actually, I side with her on that. We don't know how to express ourselves, so we go and we cover ourselves in tattoos. We go and do the drugs. We sag the pants. Right? We do all the rah-rah. We get all huffy and puffy. We, we keep the gun on us. We, we, yeah, so you know what? I do understand what she's saying. Let's keep listening. Maybe she might make some sense. I'm not too big to say it when somebody's right, you know? Just off top is going to be more difficult. If you're an introvert with any ambitions oh, no. of being successful, you're fighting an uphill Shut battle. Up, the business world I care about vocabulary, that, right? your life just off top is going to be more difficult. When you expand your emotional vocabulary, you expand your awareness of yourself. So where's your awareness of self? When you expand your emotional vocabulary, you understand how you can navigate in this this weird ass world that is so hard on y'all. Like, let's acknowledge that the world is very difficult for y'all, but y'all are not making it any easier, bro. bro. You're not. When they're telling y'all to go to therapy, it's not for us. It's for y'all sad motherfuckers. Go to therapy. Talk about like the way you're saying, like, and this is supposed to be our future. That's the whole real, honestly, the origins of this episode. Cause my, mind you, we're way past the part I actually watched. So everything y'all hearing right now is new to me, just like it's new to you. Unless you, unless you follow his channel and you, you already watched this episode of his. Bro, like, peep game, my, my guys. Like, this is the, this is our, this is, this is who your son's gonna go talk to. One day she could be a school counselor, you know, and this could be your son's counselor one day. This could be who your wife could, you know, black women only talk to black women. This could be your wife's counselor one day, bro. This is this, 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 this could be your counselor one day, bro. Okay. On your chest. You don't have to choke. 
shit down no more. Y'all are doing a disservice to yourself. And so let me, let me, let me sum this. She actually brings up some great points here. And how she could see all this in us, well, like he just said, some great points, but they can't see it in themselves. Because everything she said about us, I mean, but I don't like to play tit for tat games. So let's just listen to what she got to say. Matter of fact, let's listen to what the good brother got to say too. The more words that you have in your vocabulary to summarize exactly what you're feeling so you can more better pinpoint and address the issue, it's actually a good thing. But that's just a portion of the issue. The other portion is that we cannot fully express ourselves with women without being ridiculed, ostracized, lambasted, clowned, and shamed for our thoughts, feelings, and ideologies. This is why Kevin's platform blew up, because for the first time ever... I want to say that too, right? I want to add to what he just said, right? This is this is the problem, I, th I think, with... Uh, everybody can understand what I'm about to say, all men of every race. When we start to talk about these things, especially when women are involved and we have to express our feelings about women and how these things make us feel, like he said, we get shamed in ways that it doesn't matter if I have a million words to say how I feel. It doesn't matter if I speak calmly like I'm speaking now. You guys don't get it and you're the problem. So, and I say you're the problem. What I mean by that is that I'm talking about you. You made me feel this way. And they will say, I can't make you do anything. But it, don't they always tell us we make them feel some type of way, fellas? Or we made them do this or we did that. Okay, so you can make someone feel some type of way. You made me feel the way. I'm now expressing how you made me feel. Right? And what would happen then is we get shamed for it. So it's not, and I love that he said that because I didn't even think about that. See, this is this is why I, I do need to open up a panel and start to talk to other people besides just y'all, but or talk to my talk to myself on here because it's like he's right, bro. It don't matter if we have the right words to say; we can have the right words to say or the wrong words to say. It don't matter when you gonna shame us anyway. You gonna try to you gonna try to diagnose us before we even finish speaking. Like she said earlier, you fatherless, right? How you know he ain't got no father, though? How you know he ain't got no father? Why does it have to always be that? Why can't never be? No, you're just a bad person that doesn't know how to talk to people. And you don't have an expanded emotional vocabulary. Hmm. There was a place for men to congregate, to have their feelings, thoughts, and emotions Validated. So while I bang with the point of black men going to therapy to talk things out, do understand that when it comes to our relationships, we are going to go where we are appreciated and where we are respected. And if yep. his woman shames or... And when I tell people all the time, man, I, I've told people like I've dated all kinds of different races of women. And one thing I can say is when it comes to this type of conversation we're talking about right now, fellas, I hate to say it, but you're you're more than likely not going to get these things from the black woman in America. Like you're going like you you go to a white woman and she will literally show you your flaw because you'll be like so like tense you know what I'm saying like because you you're used to these black women who are like talk nigga talk nigga and then you go talk to the white girl who's like babe come on you could tell me anything and you 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 be like scared like nah come one day we are gonna get in a fight you gonna use it against me and you have to realize she's not raised the way this black woman was raised. She's never going to do that more than likely, bro. Like, and you could tell her anything. There's things I've told white and Spanish women I've dated. I, I, I'm telling you, bro, like, I would not advise another black man to tell his black wife these things. She will look at you differently. She'll treat you differently. And it's so, 
And you won't understand what I'm saying until you either observe it amongst your, your peers or you go try it yourself. Hold on, y'all. I got to go out and come back in. So like I was saying, once you go out of it and you you go and you try something else, you realize like, wow, it's so much more different on the other side where there's things that I don't want to use myself as an example too much. I don't like you. When it comes to relationship talk, I don't like to use myself as an example too much. But I, I'll, I'll, I'll be kind of general here, as bland as possible about it. There's been things that I've told non-black women in relationships, for one, that it didn't. I, I'll just say this. And here's what I'll say. It, it, it went over way better there. I'll leave it at that. I'll let somebody, because I'm not there yet in life, somebody who's more brave with their energy and the potential of maybe jinxing themselves or something like that, speak more about that. I'll just say it went better. How about that? And that's really all I think all you really need to know. Honestly, you don't really need to hear the full spectrum of it. Just know it went way better. All right. Um, and, and really more so emotional things like not telling them that you broke or something like that. I'm talking about things that have affected you emotionally, whether it's them themselves or other women or just things from your past, your childhood, things like that. I, I told um, I will tell you this, though. I told a black girl I dated. Um, I was expressing something to her and she then um, came at me and basically was like, can I tell you something? And I was like, yeah, she said, I feel like your dad molested you as a child and he probably raped you. And that's why you feel the way you feel, which we weren't talking about anything sexual or anything gay. So I don't know where the correlation came from in that situation or why black women have this obsession. We're trying to figure out if all of us are gay or if we were touched as a kid or something like that. I don't, I don't know what their obsession with trying to pin this gay thing on every man that they date. Um, and it, and it was, it was really mind boggling because when she talked to me about it at the time, she was talking like she cared, like, you know, we need to get you therapy. Maybe you need to go under hypnosis. Cause I'm telling her like, no, that never happened. Like I'd remember something like that. And like, no, like nobody's ever been on my booty hole in it near, like, no, like that's not why that happened. Like, where'd you get this correlation from? Like that, I'm this way, which I forgot what we we're talking about, but it, it, I do remember it had nothing to do with nothing gay or sexual or I don't even think we're talking about women. I, I forgot. I think we're talking about me having anger issues or something like that. Right. So she just went into this whole thing and she broke it down to me. And I was like, what? She was really trying to convince me. And at the time, I was pretty vulnerable emotionally. So I started really thinking about it like, damn, what if I did get raped as a child? And, you know, I just, I don't know, shoved it so back in the far of my brain, I don't remember. I don't know how you would shove something like that in the back of your brain. But hey, you know, I've seen the movie Get Out, you know, <laughs> like where he got hypnotized, he remembered everything. So I, I don't know, right? But long story short, when we broke up and she was, mind you, she broke up with me, right? I, I, I didn't like it at first, but I got over it in like a week, right? She broke up with me. And she broke up with me while I was incarcerated, too. And she broke up with me for her own personal insecurities that she believed that I did all these things that I actually really didn't do, which is funny. Um, I should have. Might as well, I guess, when you think about it, you know. 
Um, but that's what she said I did. She said I cheated on her with my best friend or my, the girl I grew up with or whatever who doesn't even live here anymore. She's been living in out of the state now and married for about four or five years. Anyway, so, but, you know, she let her tell that I was screwing her while we were on the phone, which didn't make much sense. So, um, anyway, so she went and then um, started saying things to me like, yes, yeah, why you got raped as a kid. And it's like, damn, I could only imagine if I did get raped as a kid and I maybe didn't tell you or did tell you or whatever. But let's say I did remember it or something like that. Like, that's what you're going to tell me when I, you're going to use that against me for real? And I couldn't imagine the, out, the outcry if I would tell a woman that's why you got raped as a child. And this is something that's common with black women. This is not just me. Some of y'all listening have had black women do the same thing to you. Like, they will say things that are so harsh and so heinous just because they're upset. And these are things that we don't hear as black men from anybody else. Um, they will say things like that to hurt you because they're upset and then wonder why black men are, don't have an expanded emotional vocabulary when dealing with black women and why we would feel the need to then go out to other races or turn to a red pill alpha male podcast or YouTube channel to learn other things and learn other ways to then express ourselves. Because when we just say, Hey, yeah, I was molested growing up or I dealt with this. I struggled with this or I used to do drugs. Like I told this one girl about my, my cocaine days. And from that day forward, it's like every time we got into it, it's like freaking cokehead. And it's like, that's why I don't tell you nothing. And this is what I talked about in the last episode, Insult to Injury, when I talked about Lori Harvey. You should go check that episode out if you haven't listened to it already, right? It's the same thing. It's just you add too much insult to injury for anybody to ever want to deal with you. You wonder why black men aren't expressive. Well, maybe you should shut up, first of all. Shut up. Remember your place and shut up with all due respect. And listen for once in your life. And don't try to tell me why I'm saying what I'm saying, especially if you're going to go pick some random thing that has nothing to do with you when I'm talking to you. You know, don't try to come tell me that I'm telling you this because uh, my dad used to beat up my mom. That ain't got nothing to do with it. Or because I got raped. That ain't got nothing to do with it. Even if it was true, if it, if it's not, why would you, why do you feel so comfortable saying to, something to me that you know damn well you wouldn't want me to say to you? What's the difference between a, a little boy getting raped and a little girl getting raped? Both of them got violated. <laughs> you know, to me, there's no, it's a unisex problem. I am not going to look at the woman any different than the man. No, both of these kids deserve the same amount of hugs, the same amount of therapy, the same amount of God, grace and mercy. Like what, what, and, and love and passion. Like there's no difference. I can never feel comfortable doing that. So why do you, why do y'all feel so comfortable taking our deepest, darkest secrets or the deepest, darkest assumptions that you've made in your head and throwing them at somebody? And you've made a name for yourself doing this, by the way. We see you do it to other black men. We see you do it to your own sons. We see you, we've seen y'all recently do it to your own fathers who were actually in your life. Why would we then think, oh, that's the person I'm going to express myself to? That's the person I'm going to tell that I was molested growing up. Or that's the person I'm going to tell that I was beat up growing up. Or that's the person I'm going to tell about um, my financial problems or my criminal record. When as soon as we or past drug addiction, like I told that one girl, and every time I got a little upset, she could literally, I'm not saying she did this, but she could punch me in my face. And if I said, what the heck, man? She'd be like, oh, 
You know that? Because see what cocaine did to you? Made you angry. Like, no, I'm angry because you hit me. Like, everything became cocaine after that. So, like, we, we don't tell y'all nothing because it turns into a trigger. And we see this with you. And then for the few of us who have stepped out, we go to other races of women and we don't get treated that way. We did, the cocaine doesn't become a freaking thing that gets brought up every day. The the molestation doesn't become the uh, the underlying reason for every. I mean, it's to the point where you tell a black girl you got molested and uh, you don't like her food one day, and she like, well, if you didn't get touched as a kid, your stomach probably would like what the heck? Like you know what I'm saying? Like they just it's like and they swear they know everything about life. This is the most. As they would tell you, we're going to go off what they say. They say they're the most disrespected and unprotected. That's one. Okay, boom. I don't believe any of that, but let's go to the next one that we do believe. They are the last to get married, the first to get divorced, and they're the least desired woman on this earth, right? This is what statistics tell us. This is what observation tells us. This is what they would tell us, right? When they're not, when I say it, they say it's wrong, but we've caught plenty of them telling us this themselves. So we're going to go ahead and go with that, right? How are you going to tell me about my life then? Come on, man. Come on, man. Let's keep going. If his woman shames or boxes or insults him into whatever, how she thinks he should think about things in a particular situation, then it explains why so many men marry out or go get their passports. Y'all told to elevate our standards. And at the cost of us elevating y'all standards, y'all got axed. I like my orders on time and my human in line. Great prices on everything pets want. Chewy. Axed because y'all didn't elevate either. Bitches are not tolerating emotional abuse, emotional neglect. Step it up. Go talk to somebody. Go expand your emotional vocabulary so your life can be better, bitch. All right. Go in peace. <laughs> oh, yeah, because that ass slap definitely represents your standards. But really, though, what standards are you talking about? She said, I, I can't wait to hear what he has to say, but I just want to throw in there for y'all who didn't hear what he just said. Yes, yeah, she turned around and slapped her butt after talking about standards while she's wearing 40 inches, right? I don't know, 50, 60 inches of fake hair. And she's wearing a shirt that is so small that her breasts are literally about to fall out because, you know, the modern woman, black or white, thinks that she's elevated her standard when it comes to relation heterosexual relationships because of their, I guess, their education status and their money because everything else is diminished. Because they are so into their own worlds, so like I told you guys a million times Women really think that we judge them the way they judge us. Like we walk down the street and be like, damn, she looks good, but she looks broke. Don't want her. Oh, look at this girl. She's so fine. I bet she went to community college. Mm -mm, I don't want no community college girl. Like, no, y'all look at men like that. And that's your right. It makes sense. We don't look at y'all like that. So you actually have not raised your standards at all. You've just got an education. You've got a little bit of money. What standards did y'all raise? When did it happen? And who signed off on it? Your educational standards? Because we keep telling y'all, we don't care about those. Your boss B financial independence energy standards? What'd I just say? When even Goldman Sachs reports that you're in more debt than black men? Was it y'all weight standards? Because y'all are the most overweight 
and the most obese than you've ever been. Or is ever. it the I'm living my best Zen IG lifestyle standards when you guys are the most psych medicated than you've ever been as well? So really, what standards? Okay, since some of y'all need the confirmation from mental health professionals, if you want to be a be a if you want to be a slut, be a slut. If you want to go thought it out in the streets, bye, bitch. Be in the streets. But definitely be safe about it and try to find people that are reasonably sane. But other than that, yellow, shake that shit open. Because you know why? Because you know why you're going to die. Mm. And you want to be in your death, baby? Like, damn, I should have shrubbed on this. No, blood cool. You want to be there? No. No. You want to tell your grandkids, yes, I was thotting. I was popping. I was living my life. She's talking, by the way. You know die. So if you're thinking, should I sit on it? Sit on it. Sit on it. Sit on it. I'm a strong advocate for being a slave. Make sure you, make sure you get that clean bill of health. The, this is the... Uh, that's that's her standards, fellas. Because, you know, that's what men want. You know, it's crazy. I think all women somewhat look up to Drake, right? You know what Drake said in one of his songs? He said, I hope you're not doing nothing crazy because no man, he didn't say some man, he said, he said, no man wants to hear any stories about their lady. But this is the standards that she's speaking on. If you see a, a dingaling and you want to sit on a dingaling, sit on it. When you die, you're not going to want to look back at your life and say, dang, I should have uh, lobbed on that knob. Like th this is, <sighs> I'm telling you, at some point I'm going to stop doing this content because it's just stressful. At this point. And use that protection because we ain't trying to get trapped out here. We ain't trying to get... This is a therapist. And this is why, going back to my more Christian roots, this is why I advise people to start to really get into the word. Okay? You're not going to become perfect overnight. You're not going to always understand everything at first. But you need to start now. Because... When you're following and listening to people who are supposed to be mentors to you, I mean, when you look at a therapist, a therapist is usually like a, a, a 360 dang near life coach, right? I mean, this is someone that you don't go to just to talk about this. You go to talk to her about anything. And this person tells you to be a hoe and tells you to lob on that knob and sit on a ding-a-ling and, and, and because you're going to one day regret that you didn't lob on a knob and sit on the, yeah, because I'm pretty sure that's what 50 year old women, there's an old lady outside right now, I can see her outside, I'm pretty sure if I go to her and say, hey ma'am, do you, do you, what's your biggest regret in life? She would say, well, there was just one guy and I wanted to suck his penis, but I didn't suck it. And I just can't get over it and I'm almost about to die now. No, I, I, I don't think that's what she's going to regret. But you know what they might regret, Miss Black Woman? You should teach them. Maybe they might regret the fact that they never got married. And now they're 70, 80 years old and they don't got nobody to help them get out of bed every morning. Simple things like that. But when you have these people who are still in the world teaching you. They teach you to go be a hoe, go be a player, go stick your man, go out to travel the world and stick your dick in as many girls as you can, and go 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 sit on penises. And mind you, we all—it's no secret that sexual consequences have always and always will be worse for women than they are with men. Because first of all, most of the things that women have to deal with, they have to sit with them forever. Not to mention they're not expected, and they won't ever be expected, no matter how thought it out this generation is. Men are still looking at y'all like, wait, you did what? Right. So we're not we're still clearly not used to it. we're more used to gay and trans than we are thoughts. We still not used to the thoughts. Right. So here's the thing about it. Right. My whole thing is 
You as a woman, as a therapist, someone who's so educated, you're supposed to know the very deep, emotional, long-term, and that's why I say another thing too, she looks too young for anybody, any, any of us, like you, your therapist needs to be at least 40, straight up. You're, listen to me when I say this, your therapist, unless they are a Christian or maybe even just someone of God needs to be at least 40 years old. Even if you're 50, you don't go to no young person like this who's still in the world. They, what listening to her or oh, listen to Kevin Samuels who told you to get married, she told you to go be a thought. Kevin Samuels told you to get married. Which one leaves you better? Okay, as a licensed therapist, how dare you think that way and then tell the world it? It's one thing to think it, but then tell girls, go out there and be a thigh. Go out there and belong to the streets. And you just talked about standards on the last video. How dare you do that? I regret ever telling anybody to ever go have sex with multiple women. I'll stand right here firmly on all 10 toes and tell you, no, as a man, you need to be careful and you need to honestly, if you really supposed to be so player anyways, you can have several wives. The Bible shows us that we're allowed to have several wives. At that point, you can have sex with two, three women a day. You don't need to be sleeping. I told somebody the other day. I said, one of my biggest regret, if I could, I'd go back in time. I promise you, I'd make myself a virgin again. I would have had sex with none of these girls. None of them. None of them. Especially on the spirit on my spiritual journey. The biggest thing I've had to deal with on my spiritual journey is my sexual ways. I don't commit crime. I ain't got to worry. I've been stopped committing crime. I don't got really too much worry about my anger taking control of me. I might get a little mad. I might say some things in my mouth. But I don't hit nothing no more. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, at least it's been a while. I don't want to say that because sometimes you say that and tomorrow, next you know, you get so mad you punch something, right? So I, I don't know, right? I haven't really been tested to see. Um, I, I What I will say is this. Sexuality is always going to be the hard thing to deal with, especially when you come from a sexual background. I know that with I don't I've never studied the what's it called the DCXM whatever that book is the therapists have to read yeah I know enough I, I used to go to therapy when I was younger so I know enough about it to know what they have to study and stuff like that right used to pay like eighty dollars a session too copay like my parents dang they went broke having to put me in therapy growing up I know enough to know that there is long term effects even if you never come out with an uncurable STD or unwanted children. And single parenthood, there's still long term mental and spiritual effects and sometimes even physical effects of a woman just being a thought and sleeping with any old man that she can sleep with. Now, this is the same black woman who are so obsessed with who's on the down low and who's not. And I don't want no dude who's ever done anything with a man. And I don't want no guy who's gay or bisexual. And these gay, these dudes, these men, these black men is nasty. They doing it with the trend. They doing it with the boys. Then they come over to the girls and they give us these STDs. And you know this in this time and era. Who do you think most of these girls are going to thought it up with? The white boy want to be married by the time he's 20. Mexican man married by the time he's 19. Only the black man want to be a thought with you. And you tell them to go out there and be thought. There's no way we can take anything these women say seriously when everything they say tomorrow, today they say red, the next day they say blue. Listen, man. Your therapist co-signed it. Go out there and ruin your life.
go out there and ruin your life. This is who we listen to. You have women who will literally either ignore her or accept her and justify her, but they will fully denounce the man who wanted two main things from black women to be in shape, which helps you and to be married to quality men. Mind you, quality don't mean rich all the time, but just a man who's decent, which also helps you. You denounced him. You denounced mediocre tutorials and reviews. You denounced men like me, but you will either turn a blind eye or accept a woman like this. And you yourself know the potential long-term effects of being a female that is promiscuous. All of the demonic things that being that way leave you vulnerable to. All of the, the different things that you won't always be able to cure through this same therapist. Now, this same therapist is probably trying to scam y'all. She's going to send you on a path that's going to make you need some therapy. So now you got to come back to her in 30 years. Now she done got you with the, the double bam, the wham bam. You done paid her at 19, 20, 21. And now you got to pay her again at 40, 41. It's kind of like um, eating healthy. They say eating healthy is cool, but it's too expensive. Well, you either going to pay for the food or you're going to pay the doctor. Y'all don't hear me though. For being a thought pocket, and again, she's a therapist. She's a mental health advocate. What? We've already on this channel gone over incredible amounts of data to disprove exactly what she is recommending. So trust me, I won't bore you with those, but I wanted to show this because in conjunction with the thoughts of the previous videos, hopefully it becomes clear how utterly delusional that she is this is your standard run-of-the-mill feminist pushing female empowerment through exercising your innards through copious amounts of eggplant like yeah being a strumpet is empowering give me a break lady well hello hey there it's your friendly neighborhood and and here's something i want to say really quick he made a good point right there too i'm gonna say this really really quickly what is empowering about literally giving your body to so many men that you know are going to do nothing but brag about it. How does that empowering? I'm t ladies, like seriously, all jokes aside, all everything aside, all tension between me and you or men and women aside, seriously, like on some real stuff, even if you don't want to go through the, the Christian way of looking at it, right? Which, mind you, by the way, these so-called rules and laws and commandments that are in the Bible are really there to help. And once I learned that, it helped me follow the rules more. That's why I could genuinely say I could go out and have sex anytime I want to. And I choose not to have sex. You know, and I don't want to say too much, but just know that I have found myself in a situation where it's fully okay for me to wait till marriage. All right. Like, because these rules were meant to originally help us. They weren't there just to control you. You have free will. You actually, believe it or not, you have more power over your life than an angel does. Okay? So with that being said, like, I need you to understand, like, there's nothing empowering about that. 
everything that you're doing right now, all these teachings that these liberals and these lesbians and these feminists and these men hating people who are not living in their truth. They're living in their bitterness and their fear and their insecurity. Okay. And their egos that they're teaching you aren't doing nothing but destroying you. Wake up. What is empowering about that? Jumping from penis to penis, going on what they call the cock carousel through your 20s, coming out of it, ran through and thinking that a good quality man is supposed to come pick you up. There is nothing beneficial or empowering about that. And you're going to see that pretty soon. I'm not going to tell you how you'll just you will see it soon. But trust me, I know how. Therapist who thought she could save these hoes, but got her job terminated as a result. Story time. I think yes. Sure. Let's go. Shit you not. I posted a video. Now, before we even go. Let's add play. Before we even go any further into this, into the, to what she's about to say. I just want you guys to pay attention to how unbothered she, she tries to sound about this. Now, mind you, this is someone, black or white, at the end of the day, who went through school. We all know, all of us either know from our experience or observation, the trials and tribulations that come with um, formal schooling, especially here in America, right? She went through school probably for four years or more. She then went out and found a way to become a licensed therapist, right? She works as a therapist, if I'm not mistaken, that's also considered part of the medical field, right? She found a job that probably not only paid her, but also helped her build relations with other people, right? Because you meet people as a therapist, you might meet somebody and you never know. This person might own a boat. This person might be a pilot. This person might be a real estate agent. They can help you with things outside of the, y'all can do business outside of this. So you're building relations now. You meet other therapists who have other clients. And they, I mean, you literally are, they're literally a walking network as a therapist, right? Um, she's managed to build up her TikTok, obviously to go so viral that, that I can watch a video of someone else watching her and do a review about it, right? She, she's done all these things. And then after all of it, just to sit up there and as she said, help you hoes, that's how she talks to her own people, right? Emotional vocabulary. That's how she talks to her own people. Her people. Not my people. Her people, right? Listen to the unbothered tone that she has. And you tell me why we should take anything that these people say seriously at this point. You tell me why someone who, look at them. They, I mean, they're so tough. Because I honestly, if I went through less than her to get something in life and I lost it because of my own foolish ways... I can have the decency to talk about it and show people, uh, maybe teach a lesson. Because we don't know, maybe she's about to say something good, right? She might hold herself accountable here, right? We never know. But I feel like I'd be a little bit more remorseful than that. But off the rip, listen to her tone, bro. But let's just keep going. I don't know what she's going to say. I don't know what she's going to say. And I could be wrong. But her tone, and they love to act so unbothered. This woman who says she's so unprotected and so disrespected and, and the world hates me and da, da 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 one day. The next day, everyone wants to be me and I'm a queen and I'm superior and I'm above men. I don't need men. The next day, these women who are all over the place, unprofessional, they create the same environments they complain about, constantly moving the goalpost. We can sit here for hours and talk about the things that they do. And I'm not here to judge anyone. I hope nobody thinks I'm judging anybody. 
Judgment, truthfully, is obviously, honestly, judging someone, the true definition of judging someone, y'all, is either basically not looking into their story and just looking at their surface or actually wishing or pushing for some type of punishment. Notice, when I told you how unprofessional she was earlier, I never once said, I hope she gets fired. I, yeah, I said she's unprofessional, because she is. But not one time did I ever hope that she got fired. Now, I already knew she was going to get fired because of the title of the video says. But at the end of the day, listen to how unbothered that she, the, the, and mind you, she comes from the same group of people and she's already, and for anybody saying, well, how do you know she like that? It don't matter. She's displayed the same traits that we talk about a lot right here on this channel. For all my fans and avid listeners, followers, friends and family that's listening, we talk about this a lot and she displays a lot of the traits of the same type of black women that we speak about, Right? And listen how unbothered she talks, and it's not just her. They, 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 they'll be in a marriage for 10 years and talk just like this about it. I mean, if you, if you really let black women tell it, they're not bothered by anything. So why should we ever feel bad for anything that happens to them? They are right, right? If two kids fall down, before, we, before I get into it, if two kids fall down, the same speed, the same intensity, and one kid gets up and says, ah, you say, you all right, Jerry? Yeah, I'm okay. And he keeps running and playing. Don't nobody go and give Jerry no hug because Jerry said he's okay. But if we look at Jimmy, Jimmy's like, oh my God. We run over to Jimmy and we tend to him, right? Right? Okay. So these girls want to be like Jerry. But see, what Jerry is, see, Jerry want to be fake tough. See, here's the flip side to that story I just told you, that, that, that scenario I just painted for you. What we don't know is Jerry runs behind the building and cries like a baby. Y'all don't hear me though. I ain't even, hey, I was finna say more, but I'm gonna leave it right there that Jerry go run behind the building and cry like a baby. He could act and bother all he wants to. All he's doing is hurting himself. Cause he could have got a band aid and some alcohol to rub on it and some Neosporin. I used to love Neosporin. I used to love, hey, I used to love getting hurt so I get some Neosporin. Oh, I used to love going home. I'm finna get some alcohol. It's gonna burn. Then my mom's gonna put Neosporin. Mm hmm. I don't know why, but I loved getting Neosporin on my body. I used to love Neosporin. I used to put Neosporin on my body even after it was healed. I didn't care. I put it on for a whole week after it healed. I didn't care. I love Neosporin. I don't know why. I don't know if it got cocaine in it. I don't know what it has in it, y'all. But I used to love me some Neosporin. You get some Neo. He could have got some Neosporin, but he wanted to act tough. See what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? But see, some of y'all, y'all so simped out. Mm, let's, I ain't even gonna, mm, let's keep going. Telling men that their dusty behavior is only harming them and that they would benefit from emotional intelligence. And I not by Let's pause really, really quickly. She said, I, I, I got fired for telling these dusty men that their behavior would only hurt them. Really? Well, ma'am, I mean, if we're just being honest, it looks like your behavior only hurt you. I'm just saying, I don't think too many men were crying because you told them to expand their emotional vocabulary. I don't think too many women listened to you and said, well, my therapist on TikTok told me to suck a dick, so I'm going to suck a dick today. But you know what did happen? You know who did end up hurt, ma'am? I'm just saying. Friday, didn't have employment. All of this started with a Psychology Today article stating that men are lonelier than ever because they have no emotional skills. And I agreed and doubled down and told y'all that y'all lives would radically improve if you expanded shit that came out your mouth. But instead of healing, y'all will do anything but that. Instead of being a 
Yeah, we're the ones that won't do anything but heal. Anyways, um, you know what's funny? I'm thinking about it as I'm listening to her talk. What's sad is the black woman is actually so protected these days that I guarantee you one of her followers is trying to get her back in position. I can almost guarantee it. Um, I don't know that for a fact. I am just assuming. I am just assuming here. However, um, we see it these days that every time a black girl gets fired and she goes, she went viral doing something and she gets fired for it, here come black women to offer her another position somewhere else anyway. It's like, they, it's, I'm telling you, like they have a, almost like a coven, like, you know, but check this out. Accountable, like, hey, this bitch and stirred a little bit. Y'all got so hurt, so hurt that you contacted Massa. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what happened. I really can't believe she brought up the word accountability in this entire rant. Ma'am, if I owned a therapy practice and I saw your video with all of your cuss words, all of your lack of professionalism, I would have fired you too. You represent your practice. And for you to think that a professional establishment whose business centers around fixing mental health issues would watch your video and tolerate your behavior is completely absurd. But brother, my brother, I guarantee you, I guarantee in an ideal world, everything he just said is 100% true all across the board. But I guarantee you, somewhere in America, she could get a job, even after they see her videos. And you know what's going to make them give her the job? The part where she called black men dusty. The part where she said black men need to go heal and they don't want to heal. Some black girl in America would give her a job right now, my brother. Some black girl would give her a job, my brother, for mediocre tutorials and reviews. I'm just saying, my brother. You cop out and blame black men as opposed to that same massa that made that firing decision. Textbook mm. unaccountability. Did y'all hear what he said? You, he basically just said, like, she came and blamed us for why she got fired for something that she went and did that she had no business doing. But see, she didn't know she had any business not doing it. You know why? Because she's a black woman and she's the only person in this country that's not ever held accountable and we get in trouble for holding them accountable. You see what I'm saying? So if she was wise, something would have told her, you know what? I've made it this far in life. There's got to be another way I can explain myself and get this. Because there is. Because once again, what she was saying was not uh, false. Right? So she could have said it in a different way and maybe kept her profession out of it. So that way, you know, um, Nobody would have been able to find who her so-called massa was to get her fired in the first place. And last time I checked, black men aren't calling people's jobs to get them fired. That's what women do, right? It doesn't work when we try to do it anyway. So it probably was a girl that got you fired, sis. I'm just saying. But we all know why she told us her profession, right? Because black women like to say things and they feel like because they feel they have a certain level of stamping and approving... You should take them serious. See, when Kevin Samuels first came out, he was saying a lot of things that just unfortunately for all of us were really just true facts. And the, the first thing the black woman attacked, believe it or not, before his sexuality and his two failed marriages, the first thing they attacked on Kevin Samuels was, does he have a degree to say the things he's saying? What did he go to school for? Is he a licensed therapist to say the things he's saying? Did he, did he, did he think, and they love to talk about white girls and the white girls want to be them, but who did she sound like when she said, yeah, you're massa. 
You're right, fuck. You sound like a white girl, don't you? Did you have a degree? Did you have a degree? They sound like a white. You sound like the same Karen you like to talk about. Okay? That's why she felt the need to do it. But look how it backfired on her. And I really hope that she finds a different profession. Or maybe just kind of goes on her own with it and not try to go through a different and just tells me, like, look, I give it raw. And it's up to them if they want to, you know, get therapy from someone this vile, if they want to or not. However, at the same time, like, I've even thought about it myself, like, man, because I've had people tell me, like, you should you should be a therapist. And I'm like, I don't think I want to go to school for it. I don't want to have to be confined by the professionalism. I want to be able to talk the same way I talk to you guys on here. So I was thinking about, you know, maybe I should just say, hey, I'm not a licensed therapist. But if you, for whatever reason, feel like I can help you with your problems, I would love to help you with your problems. Right. And I can then offer those services for a small fee. Um or maybe for the even exchange of resources, right? If you're somebody who can help me get this done in life, then I'll help you with your problems type thing, right? Because I've been having people tell me that since I was literally in high school. Like, man, I wish you was a therapist. I wish you could, you know, or I've had people even tell me like years later, like, yo, remember you told me this? And I'd be like, no, I don't. I really don't remember telling them that. And they'd be like, yeah, help me get this and help me do that. And I'm like, for real? They're like, yeah, bro, I got a family down because of you. Or I got this because of you. And I'm like, wow, I don't even got a family. I'm like, what did I tell you? So I <laughs> For real, cause I'm happy to tell me like, yeah, I'm rich now because you told me to do this, and I'm like, wait, wait, what did I tell you again? They're like, you remember when you told me? And I'm just like, oh, wait, let me write it down. You said, you said what? <laughs> at this point, it ain't even my advice no more. You feel me? It's their advice. Like, if I use it and I get rich, I'm gonna thank them. Like, thank you for remembering what I told you. I don't even remember what I told you, but I was like, yeah, I could be a therapist, but I don't want to be confined back. I don't want to get fired. I don't want you know anybody to come and be like, hey, you. I'd be like, well, I did tell you I wasn't licensed. <laughs> I told you I didn't know everything I was talking about. I was just, you know, but that's what maybe she should do or get into because the therapy thing, you know, it puts a box on you, ma'am. And that's why you got fired. You know, you're, you see, black women do things they don't like when it's done back to them. Y'all go get people fired from their job every day. But, oh, you don't like when somebody did it to you, though. Mm, interesting. Talk about black men needing to up their emotional intelligence. Will you, ma'am, need to up your professional intelligence? So first, the post goes viral on Twitter because y'all need help. And y'all wanted to argue with blue until they blew in the face. Some of you is not going to be saved. And that's the conclusion that I've come to. I knew there had to be a better and easier way to trade crypto. No hidden fees and tools that are both simple. Conclusion that I've come to. So because... Can I just say that I would be willing to pay at least five ninety nine a month to never have to watch a YouTube ad again? That's fun to say. You might not like delivery, but my is starting to talk. You know, shaking the tables. I'm gonna. Oh, oh! You don't like my delivery, but people are starting to talk, shaking the tables. Oh. Didn't she make fun of Kevin Samuels earlier? Oh, wasn't Kevin... Oh. See, they don't have a problem with these things. They claim to have a problem with you guys. They just don't like it when it's against them. And it's not against them. Because if they really, really listen to it, it's actually the best thing for them. They don't They don't have a problem with delivery, bro. Because they'll turn around and give you the worst delivery you've ever heard in your life. Uh, Cynthia G, uh, Kevin Samuels' delivery ain't got nothing on Cynthia G's delivery. Turns into this entire crusade of attacking a black woman. Oh, here she go. She threw the flag. I'm waiting for it. I ain't gonna lie. We 12 minutes into this video. We about an hour and 40 minutes into my podcast episode, and I've been waiting for that black woman card to come out. 
And of course, when she gets put into a victimized situation, whether it's self-inflicted or not, that's when it comes out. Black community. Here we go. There were comments like, I'm going to find her credentials and report her because I told y'all to be better. Yeah, y'all are f weird. Oh, we're weird. But when you guys literally made fun of a dead black man because he told y'all to, man. I mean, you cannot make the hypocrisy up, y'all. You can't. I can't. I literally couldn't do it if I tried. And I wouldn't because all that would do is get in the way of me actually showing you real hypocrisy. I didn't make this up. I told you guys and I meant it. When I first pressed record on this podcast episode, I had only watched two minutes and 15 seconds of the Good Brothers episode and her crazy rants. All of this is new to me. I'm doing a review on him doing a review on her. <laughs> and the hypocrisy is just literally pouring out. My cup, my cup runneth over with hypocrisy. But they, they tell me that soy el loco, eh? Full of mentiras. Protect women, protect black women specifically. Oh, protect this black woman, right? Protect black women from themselves. Ma'am, you need to protect yourself from yourself. I'm glad he rolled his eyes because it's, it's, that's what it's like these days. Like when you hear the protect black women card get pulled, it's like, all right, y'all, I'm out. All right, let's get on the elevator because it's like, bruh, like, how can I protect you when you get on the internet? By the way, guys, I want to let you guys know this. I didn't tell y'all this earlier. Um, all of the footage that you've heard her speaking on, every clip has been different. So this is not just one long video that he just keeps pausing. No, she went for, I guess, as she says, only one week it took and she made different videos like that. So those videos were all different. They were, she was wearing different clothes. She was talking different. She was in the same place. It looks like her house or something like that. Nice little home in the background, like an apartment or something. Well, we cannot protect our sisters until they learn how to protect themselves. You dig? I can't keep putting my neck out for you when you're not going to respect it. See, I figured out what protect black women really means to black women. It really means allow me to run amok. Allow me to live a life of of no repercussions. I could walk around completely unscathed. That's what that's as the, as the literal essence of what protect black women is. That's what it is. Anything else, I must have spider senses to do, right? Because they'll see a video of a black girl getting robbed in an alley in New York and be like, protect black women. Like, well, what am I supposed to do? Get up and fly to New York and just assume that some black girl was getting robbed in an alley? I mean, if you could show me a video of a black girl getting robbed and a bunch of black men standing there watching, and you could show me vast amounts of videos like that, like we could show you videos of y'all twerking in front of boys, not just one or two, but a few. Yeah, um, and videos of y'all beating the crap out of men and trying to hurt people. Um, yeah, and y'all entering into buildings and destroying them and destroying cars. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if, if you could show me a bunch of videos of black men standing around as a black woman's getting tossed around like a rag doll by another man, then we could talk about protecting black women. Me stopping you Protect, you know what protecting her would have been? Getting her page deleted. The only way we could have protected her in this situation was to delete her account. 
been violated in several areas, and I'm going to outline each one. Oh, they, they, want you, they, they want you to protect them by any means necessary, as if there's not a type of personality that deserves more protection. <laughs> like, whatever they do, they just want you to jump in the fire with them. You understand me? Just is what it is. Sir. This article was written by black woman putting my full government and my place of employment so being doxxed by a black woman can't fake comments and she never once reached out to me or contacted me so i could spin my side of the story this is the article that spooked my job and got me fired hmm. not only did she interesting i didn't i say that y'all i said i said i didn't i say that See, I be knowing stuff. Y'all gotta admit, I be knowing a little something, something, something. You know, I be knowing that something, something, something. You gotta admit, I be knowing a little something, something now, y'all. Then I said, I said, I'm pretty sure it was a black woman that got you fired. So a black woman, quote unquote, doxed her. You don't, you can't get doxed for doing nothing good, ma'am. You should know that yourself. You just used the term. <laughs> I have any regard for my safety. Many other articles have been written as a result. Here are a few of them, just to name a few. Black Twitter has words for therapists scolding men to go to fuck therapy. Y'all attacked me and got mad at me because I wanted better for y'all. That's the most crab in the barrel bucket type bullshit I've ever heard. I'm just gonna say two words and we're gonna press play. Kevin Samuels. <laughs> Life. A plethora of black men decided to take it upon themselves to call my employment to get me fired. You succeeded, but you succeeded in not the way that you think. If it's one thing about black women is that we're incredibly resilient. They cleared the table to give me space and opportunity to educate the masses while shaking our asses to healing because y'all got mad because I wanted you to do better. Oh my gosh. She didn't just say that, did she, y'all? We, we, let's keep going because I want to hurry and get this episode over. I know it's about two hours. I was told they consulted with shareholders and decided to terminate my contract because I told y'all to go to therapy. That's the world we live in. You don't need to. You didn't just tell us to go to therapy, ma'am. I honestly, at this point, we could just simply look at your profanity usage and all this hoes and dusty this and niggas this and mother efforts that. Because mind you, her cursing has been blocked out, but I'm pretty sure, I don't know, but I'm pretty sure the original videos that were going viral, because I don't, I don't, y'all don't know this maybe, but I don't have an Instagram anymore. I have an Instagram, but I don't have the app on my phone. I don't get on Instagram. I don't get on Twitter. So I don't know what's going on in this viral world anymore. Um, I try not to even indulge in these type of things, to be quite honest with you, but I'm home today. So I was like, let me do a couple episodes for Anchor. Um, at the end of the day, ma'am, Beyond anything you told us to do, you trust me, you did not get, you did not. And the fact that you really believe that you got fired because you told black men to go to therapy just shows the level of delusion that you and I'm guessing other black women would live in. You really think that's why you got fired? Okay. Why don't you actually tell us what they told you? Because I'm pretty sure when they sat you down and fired you, didn't say, yeah, you can't tell black men to go to therapy. You can't, you just can't do that. No, you can't do that. That's not why you got fired. Ma'am, I don't even know your name. What is her name? Is it anywhere on? Let me see if it's in the uh Let me see if it's in the uh description of his video. Uh, no. That is dope. One thing he does have in the description, y'all, is he tells you the kind of, like, camera he uses, the computer. 
the lighting. That's that's cool. You know, basically telling you know do your own thing. You know, get your own stuff. And here's how. I think that's pretty dope. Cause you know we're we're crabs in a bucket though. Black the black man. You know we're crabs in a bucket though. So. Being your side of the story, ma'am. We all saw the video. The article didn't spook your job. It simply illuminated, referenced your public content in regards to your profession. Your employer questioned your professionalism as well as your behavior in representation of them. For you not to get that is beyond me. But what this has proven is that even therapists are not immune to the dopamine hit that viral content mm. gives them. But it's clear as day that this therapist needs her own therapist. Questions, comments, concerns. Y'all already know what to do. Media tutorials and reviews at gmail.com. You guys agree with the things what I'm saying? You disagree with the things what I'm saying? Let me see them. Comments down below so we can engage in a conversation. I think this one is going to allow for fruitful conversation. So make sure you engage. Last but not least, I got a Patreon, the dopest Patreon on this side of the internet. If you want to connect with others that follow the channel and as well as myself back there as well, link to my Patreon down in the description box down below, which will give you direct access to my private Discord server. I'll see you there. All right, guys. So... Um, y'all make sure y'all check out mediocre tutorials and reviews on YouTube. He does a lot of um content. He talks about a lot of things. Very educated brother. Um I I, I aspire to have a more expanded vocabulary like him. He uses a lot of y'all heard some of the words he was using? Some of y'all don't even know the words he was you can't even sp spell it. You can't even spell it. Look at you. You know <laughs> You black men need to go to therapy and learn how to spell. <laughs> Stop your dusty behavior and learn how to spell and learn some big words. But no, like I, he's a very, um, very um, honorable, honorable brother to listen to and, and watch. You know, he 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 um uh, he really lives he lives that stuff he's talking about, and I respect that. Um, I remember he had got like cancer last year or something. I think testicular cancer. Um, I'm not exposing anything. This is what he told us. Um. And I, I hope that he beat that. I really, really hope that he beat that. I actually remember, I think I actually stopped the video and prayed for him when he when I watched it. So I hope he beat that or, you know, got some type of relief, it seems like. And, you know, it, that was like last year, kind of around this time now, I think October-ish. Um, I was working at that restaurant I told you about uh, when I, I remember watching that video. I stopped what I was doing to watch him talk about it. I don't even think I finished the video. I almost cried because... At the time, I had a health problem, you know. Um, so God's going to work things out in the long run for all of us. And we can't hate the black woman. But if we love the black woman, we must we must show her her ways because they don't see it. You know, And I, I think the beautiful and ugly thing about at least us is that even when we're not perfect, which I know I'm not right, we still know enough to say what's what's up. And still also admit we have places to, to work on as well. But you know, you can't expect to do the things that you've done and say the things you say and get other results, ma'am. You can't think that you weren't gonna get fired like that. You guys gotta stop thinking you're invincible. And that's what it really comes down to, this whole protect black women thing is make me invincible. Make me someone who can say whatever, do whatever, talk to people any kind of way, treat people like crap. 
Have a good message with a delivery that's just not professional. You want to talk about how you're a psychologist and how you're this, that, and the third? Nobody would have been able to fire you had you just been another girl on TikTok talking some good stuff. Like you should, if you wanted to be that, um, for all y'all know, I could be a therapist. You know, I could be, I don't tell you that. I'm not going to, I would, even if I was one, I would never tell you on here because of the way I speak, unless I had my own practice. You, you got to be also, and I've learned this even with myself, and I'm still learning this, is sometimes you have to crawl before you walk, baby. Like, you ain't got your feet wet, and you trying to jump to the deep end. Like, you, 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 you need to understand you work for somebody. You represent a company. How are you going to be on the internet talking like that? What made you think that you could do that? Do you think a white woman could do that? Do you think a, a white girl could talk like that and then go back to work tomorrow? Leave the race out of it. Just... Like the way you were talking in general, had I mean, I didn't even think much about race, just more so just the way you were speaking. It's just not professional. Why do you think you can do whatever you want? And as black men, we have to remember that we still don't let them don't let them fool you. Oh, we still have a very strong authority in our community and we need to start to stop being scared. And this is what I said. I said, start to stop for a reason. I didn't say stop. I didn't say start. I said start to stop. Being scared of helping our black women by telling them the truth. And if they don't like it, at least we can, in the long run, we can say, well, I did my job. Now, I'm not telling you to hate black women. I love black women. If I didn't love black women, I would not take time of my day to sit here for two hours talking about one of them. And also including the group of them. I didn't say anything that wasn't true or anything that could be used against them. If you take it and use it against them, that's on you, right? Anything in this world could be used against somebody if you if you spin it the way you want to spin it. So that's on you. I just want us to start to have more open dialogue and not care so much about the shaming. And if you're not going to have the open dialogue, then you're going to have to do what I've been telling you I do for a long time. And we're going to have to just separate. Let them be on their own as much as we can. Unfortunately, the truth of the matter is, and I have to tell myself this recently, this is why y'all don't really hear me too much preach about the separation no more, is we can't separate from black women. Because in the long run, when they see them, they see us. And you know who I mean when I say who, when, when, I, when, I, when I say they, who they is. And when they see um, us, they see them. We, unfortunately, are representations of each other and we can't separate even if we tried. Now, in other races, they have separated based on class. But they, they can't separate the genders now. The white people, they have separation in their race. You see that you don't, the suburban white don't want nothing to do with the, with the southern trailer white. Nothing to do. Them two different types of white people. They don't hang out with each other. They don't work with each other. They don't talk to each other. They don't date each other. However, you don't see no, you, you don't see no true division between the male and the female in the white community. Not like the way you do in the black community. We are the most split community we're already split in other ways. Gender, unfortunately, even if it was the most beneficial thing to do, which I think it would be, honestly, at this point, because like I said, they're at the point of no return. It just is what it is. It's going to take some acts of God to get things back in order or get things even on a track of order. I don't think they'll ever get on order, to be honest with you. I think that what's going to eventually happen is those ones are going to just literally die off. And we'll just be left with the of the good fruit. That's it. I mean, you'll never get these ones right. They can only get themselves right. A few of them that will get right, they'll be a part of that good fruit. Um, 144,000, man. You better know what I mean when I say that. 144,000, 12 from each tribe, and only three of them are black. 
I'm just saying, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's Judah, Levi, Benjamin. Everything else is what you would call Hispanic or Latino brown people, essentially Middle Eastern people as well. And there's a few blacks amongst those groups. But for the most part, we have we only dominate at that point. What is that? 12, 24, 30. What? What's uh what's twenty four the the thirty six thirty six thousand people thirty six thousand black people to survive the end of the world thirty six thousand you better figure it out on your own it's your boy Tommy V of Raw Sex and we out.